The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give them life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they kicking trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in. That's on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rude. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit a talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One Nation The power of the this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Welcome to the April 7th edition of One Nation Radio. This is Rich and I am here with James. We are in New Orleans and we are ready for WrestleMania 34. James, what's going on, man? Nothing. I'm just wondering what's up with the voice, man. You want me to try and carry this thing? You want me to do the hosting uh, situation? So you can talk less? <laughs> I mean, I, I, mean I, I actually got my first hosting gig uh, doing Fuck You Mean the other week, so I can, I can come in and help you out if you need me to because it sounds like you need you need to get, you know tap out or something. Oh, man. We we going to try to thug it through, you know, been yell, yelling loudly at these shows and um, joining us from Keeping It Strong Style today. Uh, it's been a while since he's been on the program, but we're glad to have him back. Mr. Jeremy Donovan. Jeremy, what's going on, bro? Man, um, just great. It's been an awesome weekend of wrestling. <clears throat> Seeing so much great stuff, man. I'm just really excited about uh, the wrestling stuff we're going to be seeing this weekend. Yeah, man. Um, so obviously, the big the reason we're here, WrestleMania 34. Um, we promised you that we would get this preview done. It's coming a little late, but it will be on time. You have plenty of time to listen to it before uh, WrestleMania actually happens. We will be coming back with another show um, about the things that we kind of did in New Orleans. I also have plenty of video which I'll be uploading and making like kind of a uh, four part series or whatever. Maybe too much video. Yeah, maybe too much <laughs> fans. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, putting it out there in these streets, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, let's get it started. Uh, we'll start with the uh, main event, uh, the title match for the Universal Championship. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Um, it's time for Brock to bow down like the West Side Connection and uh, <laughs> hand the belt over to Roman Reigns. What, what have you guys thought about the build and um, who do you guys think is going to win, Jeremy? So the build, <clears throat> it's it's probably been better than their, the WrestleMania 31 match. But at the same time, it's still not that great. They're trying so desperately to get uh, sympathy <laughs> for Roman Reigns and making this sympathetic baby face and, you know, to really make us sad and be on his side because Brock is destroying him. And all oh it's like, dude, we know the deal. You want to coordinate him again. You know, you want to make him the man, the face of the company. Just do it. Like, have him, like, like you mentioned this a couple times on One Nation Radio. Roman should have been whooping Brock's ass, especially the last draw. Like Roman should have run it and let's beat Brock Lesnar's ass. And 
made it look like he had a chance. There's we no got a church man cussing out here, Vince. Right, we have right, a church man cussing right. out here. You see what you've done <laughs> with Roman Reigns? This is unbelievable. <laughs> like, here's the thing, man. Like, if, if they really want to get fans behind Roman, he's got to be physical. He's got to be aggressive. This whole empathetic come from behind thing is not gonna, it's not going to work. And they haven't learned anything. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's probably going to be a great match. They could have done better with the build. We know Brock is going to UFC. Like, put the belt on Roman. Let's, let's move on. Like, yeah, let's get it popping. We've been stuck in the same cycle for what, like four, Three five years? Three years, years. Like, yeah. just, let's, you can't move forward. As Dave Chappelle would say, wrap it up. <laughs> James, what have you um, thought about this? And also from Lesnar's end, like, uh, you know, that take on it. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree with, with Rance that. I said Rance. Ah, oh my God. Um, I definitely agree with. Uh, I mean, I, I agree with Rance too. As far as like this is because we've said this too. Like this is so much better than um, their 2015 feud. Mm-hmm. Um, the build up. Um, it's not. That's not really saying much, but it is something. Like I wouldn't say this has been necessarily a bad build. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a good field. I think it's just like you know adequate. You know, two you know two star feud on TV. Um, you would think that you want something for your top title on the biggest show of the year to be a little bit something better, but like whatever. Like you know, we this is like the best of the Roman uh, WrestleMania feud, so or made of it feud. So they actually you know, let him talk this year, unlike the last two years, right? right. Um, three years actually. Um, you know, they had him in in the ring with Heyman like once, I believe, during WrestleMania thirty one. Yeah. But I think um, this one has, as Jeremy said, it's been kind of blatant. Uh, you know, and what they want us to do, yeah. rather than just like making it like excellence versus excellence. Who's who's going to come out on top? And you know, that might be the case for some of the other matches on the card. So maybe that's why they're not doing it here. Right. But and also, this is a you know blood feud, uh, a, a rematch. So you figured out like there would be a, you know personal animosity because one person won, person lost, or or nobody either won. won. You know, they both lost. They both losers. Yeah. Uh, so you figure like they you know and they, you know and both of them were kind of. Um, in part, the reason why they both end up losing that night. So you figure like they would have a little something extra, and this whole thing is turned into pretty much about respect. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, cool. I the, cool. the 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 leader of the locker room, the slayer of the part timers, the just every like tired narrative like that. Um, WWE wants a position Roman as the champion of. As we mentioned, it doesn't come out, you know right under these lights and one entitled guy going against the other entitled guy yeah. or, you know, one boy going against the other boy. And also, and, yeah, and also in like one in another instance you can look <clears throat> another lens you can look at it as like one guy that, that gets favorable treatment like being upset that he's not getting all the other perks that the other guy's getting. It's like you sound like a you, at some point you sound like a whiny to use Roman's word bitch. So yeah. careful, uh, careful. You know you Might got the cut you know he has that copyrighted, yeah, copyrighted yeah. and trademarked. Yeah. But um that, that's also been kind of the thing where it's like, okay, like, are we going to get something physical and can he, like, get his, get, like, um, one up on Brock? And the answer's been an emphatic nope. Like, like whatever he's going to get up on him is going to be almost, like, flukish at yep. the end of, uh, end of this match to, to win the title. So I was like, oh, so I like, guess bro, it's going to be a be, match, Like, I, if, if you had to choose between either a two-minute squash for Roman Reigns winning or, like, a 20-minute match, which one would you guys do? Can I get that 29 down to 15? Sure. I'd hit 15. Yeah, 15-minute match. match. I would have Roman Reigns squash him 
and send him the fuck out of the company. And, you know, Lesnar is like, as long as you pay my check, I'll do whatever. So, start the Roman well, Empire. I mean, he did that for Goldberg, but he knew he was getting that win back. Right. right. Like, yeah, unless, gonna, unless he gonna come get his, unless he gonna come to SummerSlam and get that win back, I don't see you really having. They it. could do like a five minute classic like they did with Brock and Goldberg last year. They could, you know, they, you know, Goldberg and, now, and, this and Roman be. both have the same move. Right? Yeah. So, um, all I gotta say, this match better not start off with no lock, lock up. up. Yes, yes, <laughs> bro, like, yes, bro. Like the bell needs to ring, and Roman should like spear him immediately and, uh, as as the bell rings. They or, should both be charging each other, whatever right, happens. Or, Superman Run punch it. or something. Or, like, Brock F5 him as soon as the bell rings or something. Like. Yeah, it's, it's got to be... A, Damn, I mean, that kind of happened in the first match. It did. Yeah. Like, he F5'd him in, like, inside of a minute, right? I think they like should 30 they seconds? should really look at, um, you know, how they randomly announced that Roman Reigns and The Undertaker was no DQ. They need to do the same it thing sh- here. It should have been the whole thing all along. Like, right. they've been beating the hell out of each other with your... Sorry, let me phrase that. Uh, Brock has been beating the hell out of Roman with a chair all this whole entire time. Like... It should be a no DQ thing. Like right. there was handcuffs involved, like still yeah. steps involved. Like this should have definitely been that kind of match. And should this and go on way. last? Should this go on last? You guys think? Uh, well, one thing on James' point about the no DQ, like the last Raw, that should have been the whole story. Like Angle can't control these guys. He should be like, you know what? I can't control you guys. Like you're going to rip each other's throats out. Like we're going to let you. No DQ. Like Paul's count. Like everything goes. Like we'll do, we'll do what you want. Yeah, run it. Yeah. Yeah, but should it be the main event? I mean, personally, for me, I would prefer you know AJ Styles and Nakamura to close the show. I know that's not going to happen, but I mean, at this point, it's like they want Roman to be the main event every year. Like we know what's going to happen. I'm not going to get mad about it. Like let's do it. Put the belt on him and like yeah. right. Let, let him have their little match. You right. know, at the yeah, end of the show. Little, 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 yeah. And, and everybody, something something I want to mention. Um, we've been in New Orleans since Thursday. It is Saturday yeah. morning. I have not seen a Roman Reigns shirt anywhere yet yeah, in we, New Orleans. We've seen we've been on the French three Quarter. Three Matt Hardy more of lawn shirts and still no Roman shirts. We've seen gender shirts. Yeah, like I was on the I was on Decatur uh, by uh, going by Cafe Dumont um, trying to pick up some beignets and that line long as hell. But that's another story. Saw somebody walk by wearing a, a Jinder Mahal Maharaja t-shirt. Yeah, we talked to a guy wearing one yesterday. Yeah. He told us that WWE was so bad, had been so bad to him that he popped for them putting the belt on Jinder Mahal. And it was like this company has gone, had, had put itself <coughs> in such a weird position last year that that was what made him happy. Sided, yeah. Like, <laughs> like it, he was like, I know he's not, like, good or anything like that. Like, <laughs> I know he's like, not good or anything. So he's, he was like, I just decided to buy the shirt and just, you know, decision to play along. Like, something different. I was surprised. Like, I was happy wrestling could surprise me again. Yeah. Brother Fresh Air. Yeah. He didn't go that far. Like, <laughs> Brother Fresh Air, like, yeah. Fresh sewage. Yeah, fresh right. sewage. Um, but, yeah, man, um... Yeah, they can just go ahead and, and get it out of the way. Um, but the next match I want to talk about is AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, WWE just recently released a 37-minute documentary on Nakamura. Uh, that was quite excellent. It's on WWE.com. It's called WWE Chronicles. Um, from there, they told the story of Nakamura from the night he won the Royal Rumble. He came back through the curtain with uh, Cena congratulating him as well as Triple H. And they took him took you over the next three months. They went through Fastlane, him talking about Rusev, uh, basically all his background in Japan, his fighting style, uh, his, you know... Uh, how he studied Michael Jackson's movements, and he says uh, Michael George, or Jackson was essentially a karate master with you know 
the way he danced, like you could tell, like mm-hmm. it was a lot of like similarities, things like that. Um, he talked about AJ Styles. Did he mention that like maybe quite possibly the chance that Jim Kelly could have been the king of pop or no? No, <laughs> no, he did not. Okay, just wondering. Maybe someone lost the translation. I was just seeing. All right. Yeah, man. Uh, Jeremy, have you ever heard of Jim Kelly? No. Oh not, my god. I don't mean the Bills quarterback. I mean like. Was it Enter the Dragon he was in? He was in Enter the Dragon, <laughs> yep. Yeah, the black dude in Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee, with the afro. Okay, well, oh man, we'll we, we, we got to show yeah. you some clips. So um, uh, let's just say Jim, Jim Kelly wasn't taking no shit, even from the cops. Um, <laughs> like, in, a, in, a, in a world of shaft, there, there's Jim Kelly out here whooping people's ass the same way, except with with, uh, with the martial arts. Yes. With the, yeah. Yes. You know, where are you going, Jig? And then, you know, uh, but. You guys can look that up. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, Jeremy, what this is, uh, you know, Jeremy is the host of Keeping It Strong Style, and he, like, you know, he and Josh are the best, for my money, the best New Japan podcast on the internet. They're growing rapidly. I'm so proud of these guys. Um, what, you know, Enough putting them over, and I asked some questions. Yeah, so. <laughs> And man, you ruined the, you ruined the, the, the whole uh narrative that I thought it was where like you're the baby face and Josh is the heel. Now you're like, you know what? I've been Josh hanging around this, uh, look, I've been hanging around this this, yes. this ass head like yes. it's almost look at like, Sami Zayn. Yeah, he's yeah. he been corrupted, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. corrupted. Um but yeah, this is a rematch of Wrestle Kingdom ten, which we all watch together. Um so what do you think? Have they done enough in this build? Did they do enough at the last minute to kind of like uh, bring it for you? Did seeing that piece of documentary uh, bring it a little bit more in perspective for you? Or is this just going to be fucking awesome and we don't have to worry about any of that shit? Uh, I mean, personally, I mean, just, just after watching the first match, I mean, I, I've been watching AJ Styles since 2002, 2003, Ring of Honor, TNA. Um, just doing what he can do and then watching Nakamura the last few years. Like, this match is going to be incredible. We saw what they did at Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, they could have done nothing for this whole build, and I would have been fine with it. But they almost did. I mean, they, they right. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, for a couple I, weeks there. Yeah, I mean, because for I guess quote unquote <clears throat> casual WWE fans, it might not have been enough of a build if they haven't you know really seen these guys wrestle or know why the hype is. Um, but I think the last couple of weeks they did some good interactions between AJ. And Nakamura and the whole teasing of the Kinshasa, teasing of the phenomenal forearm, and Nakamura is kind of built playing up on you know AJ here like too emotional. Mm-hmm. So I think that was cool. And then we were watching the documentary before we started recording, and I wish that was something they could, they could show on TV or like clips of it because it really gives you a good like great backstory on Nakamura and like, him experiencing the United States and you know. Is how excited he is for being in this championship match. So it's like this man been waiting on his whole life for this shit. Like the way, right. uh, the way I interpreted it. Yeah. Um, James, what what are your expectations for this match? And do you think this is like the most anticipated match in like how long at WrestleMania? Yikes! Um, most anticipated. I think I don't know, man. I think. Well, the one that really sticks out from what I can tell from um, the fandom um, that was around at the time was like Sean and Undertaker at twenty five having that having finally having like a match a big time match at WrestleMania um, before it was you know before it was too late. Um, I mean, Rock Cena was was huge. I mean, the Dead Hard Man. I've been as into it, but like you look at that box office. I would say I would say the first Rock Cena. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. E- like even no, no one means number two. Yeah. No one means twice in a lifetime, right? Yeah, yeah. twice in a lifetime, just like. 
Yeah. I pretend that I, pre- I actually I pretend WrestleMania 29 didn't exist. Not, WrestleMania 29 has been deleted. Deleted. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> throw the whole show um, away. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. As far as um, my thoughts on the build, like it was short, but it was sweet. Like um, they, you know. I felt like they waited and waited and waited. And I'm thinking, like, what the hell's going on? Are you just going to go in on, you know, the respect thing? There's not, nobody's going to, like, you know, you know, tease. Like, somebody may possibly turn or, like, no, give, like give me a twist or whatever else. Like, they're just going to go out there and just basically do an exhibition match for a world title. I mean, it's been done before, but given where we are with this feud, we're like, if we're just going brand by brand, this is the, at this point, because Brian came back, this is the number two um, match on brand, so... Like, you kind of were worrying, like, where's the, you know, where is it? Yeah. And then, and quick, like, it, it it turned in a hurry, and it got really good really quick. And, um, you know, uh, I said, I, props to WWE because, like, it came out of nowhere. It was unexpected. Because Before those last two weeks, it was, like, in grave were, I was, danger. I was concerned because, like, you know, it's, it's one thing for us to know everything about Nakamura as far as, like, what he brings to the table. As far as, um... A showcase match like this, but it's nothing more for somebody that's not really a smart fan or doesn't never watch New Japan or whatever else. Never got into it. Just only has watched them since hell NXT or maybe if you haven't watched, maybe if you don't even watch NXT, it's even worse because it's like you saw this dude, you see all the hype, you hear the, the huge crowd reaction, but you don't see what the big deal is about. And it's kind of like sort of what, <clears throat> the, what sort of what Oscar was until she started getting in these matches after World Rumble. And you're like, oh. You you, you understand yeah, you it, but it. you never really saw that with with I'm not going for a long time, and, to, and then he wins the rumble, and then like you see against Rusev, and like you know when he's fighting um, Gable and yeah. stuff. So like I feel like for just a run where like you throw out the part where like he really didn't wasn't used all that well um, in the summer and the fall, yeah. and you just look at from the time he won the rumble to now. I think you have a pretty good idea. And, like, when you throw in this feud, you're thinking, like, you know, regardless of who wins, like, I still, you're still going like, to end up liking both of these guys. And they, I think they're going to, you know, I think they're going to tear the house down. And good luck, Brock and, or Brock and Rousey and, and Roman and Triple H and whoever else goes on before them. Or, cause, so, you, do you think they're going to try to sabotage these guys? Is that uh, in play? Like, like yeah, we're going to give you all 16 minutes. Go out there and with entrances. Hollow. Nah, I mean, I think where we're at now with the current state of how pay-per-view is done, there's there's no time restraints. I mean, they have the network. We saw I was there last year. I mean, <laughs> went till midnight. They ain't got no problem running right. run up the score. Right. So, I mean, the shows can go as long as possible. There's <clears> absolutely <throat> no reason why these guys can't get 25, 25 minutes. or 30 minutes to, you know, do what they do best. Um, and I, I mean, I, I think Vince knows, like, this is what you know. The hardcore want. Just let them do it. You know, find a spot. I don't know where they're going to be positioned in the car, but give them a spot. Give them twenty five, thirty minutes, and just let them run it. Yeah. Uh, who who do you guys think is going to win? So I've been kind of conflicted on this because I mean, I think the right who should win is Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, I mean, like James mentioned, you know, he was so slow in the fall and summers, like. We gotta like heat, heat him up, man. Like with the belt. a loss would kill this man. Essentially, right. like seriously, yeah. if he loses, it's like, dude, just 
Like, G1's coming up. Like, let's go back to Japan. Damn. Get, get ready for the G1. Like, if he loses, he needs to get pulled. I feel like if he loses, he needs to get pulled into something big. Like, after he loses, like, okay, you took your loss lot. Now, like, you fight Finn Balor or something like that. Right. Or you fight, like, um, yeah, immediately. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, I, I think, I think Styles is going to end up uh, losing as well. Um, they haven't really let AJ set the world on fire as champion. He's been champion about five months now. Um, and I think this is going to be like his thank you, essentially. He's going to probably take some time off. I feel like Styles is like injured for some reason. Um, hmm. The deal with the MCL, like he's working through injury. Now, I'm not worried about AJ Styles in a big show because, as you've seen, like right. Wrestle Kingdom 10, like he, he damn near went out there with a broken back. And then. <laughs> Even like back in like TNA pay per view, like AJ Styles always had the best match on the night. I mean, when it comes to pay per view, whether it's TNA, New Japan, WWE, AJ Styles is going to put the boots on. He's going to perform. He's going to give you a classic. Yeah, man. Um, James, who 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 you got? I honestly, I want to say Nakamura just so that I can see like. Knowing how WWE is, like I want to see the immediate rematch and see like them have three matches like of that kind of caliber. Yeah, but you know, given what's going to happen with the roster uh, turnover or whatever else coming soon or seemingly uh, seeming to come coming soon after this, I think maybe AJ holds on to it and then like they bring a new challenger in and then someone else comes in for. Uh, to challenge Nakamura, maybe Nakamura goes to Raw and challenges Roman. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I, um, I, I'm just. It was really weird because for so long it was like this WWE match, like the build isn't matching the hype, and then in the span of like literally two weeks, like it got really damn close. And um, I'm excited. Like I, I feel like they've done a really good job with this with with this card on paper. And generally speaking, the build has been pretty good for the whole entire uh, run up to WrestleMania. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, there's obviously there's all, nothing's perfect, right? Especially when you know three hours of television every single week. But right, um, I feel like this is one of the better jobs they've done since we've been back. Um, so the other match I want to talk about um, is you know obviously all the rest of them, but um, Daniel Bryan is making his return uh, after three years. He's fucking back. <laughs> he's ready to take these bumps. He's ready to unleash the yes kicks. He's ready to hit folks with the knee. Um, he's teaming with Shane McMahon. They're against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. If Zayn and Owens win, they will be rehired to SmackDown. So I feel like they're kind of telegraphing the result there. Um, the only question is, are these idiots stupid enough to try to turn down Brian Hill? I, I, don't, I don't think Brian's the one turning heel here. If, I mean, if they do that, I mean, that's just completely ridiculous. Shouts out to my man Kyle, who who birthed the uh, nickname of for Shane and man, Cocaine Shane. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, Cocaine Shane's gonna take a bump and he's gonna turn a heel on uh, Brian. I mean, it's, I think it's been so obvious they've kind of had their differences in opinions running SmackDown and this whole feud of Owens and Shane. I think no chance could be like you know I turned on you because you wouldn't let me do what I want to do with these guys so now now I'm going to be their guy yep. and like make your life living hell never yep. mind the pet we're like the whole thing is about you know this dude 
raw headbutted your your father, and then like the other dude like let you you know seemingly fall to your fucking death. <laughs> but it's all but it's all good because you want to control of a fucking company. You, you new shit. I, New shit. Like if he, if, if he turns a heel and that's the way he explains it, like I want his, I, I, I really truly truly want his, uh, like his heel, like explanation. Like, no, I want his heel like persona to be called white privilege because that is ridiculous. Like <laughs> real things happen to you, it doesn't affect you, it, it doesn't affect your slightest. Something something that minuscule, like you're that fragile, really. Yeah. Yeah, man, shame, man, fragile as fuck. Yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan heel turn would be literally burning money. Well, first of all, I don't think people are going. Really gonna boo him first of all. Correct. No boom for Daniel Bryan. And I was how stupid that the, the turn would be. Like that's aces and aces. Yeah, with Billy Ray. Like, the turn. But, I mean, there's so much money to make a thing about the baby face. Like, yeah, man. I, I don't think it's gonna happen. I just had to mention it, but I, I'm pretty sure Shane Man is gonna be the one turning. But um, yeah. I don't know. Or they could just like you know do the match and have Shane Man take the pin. You know, how about that? Cool. Like. um you know, that would be cool. Like he loses, and like he, and then like you show up the next uh, SmackDown, he's gone. That'd be really. That'd cool. be awesome. <laughs> That'd be cool. Like, um, so Daniel Bryan can still feud with these guys. He's gone. They bring in a new person, or whatever else, or he's you know typical on temporary hiatus. That'd, that'd be cool. Bring in J E double. Oh shit! J A double R E double T. Oh my god! All right, on second thought, bring Shane. On second thought, bring Shane back. I'll just deal with Shane rather than Jeff Jarrett. King of the Mountain. Look, at least SmackDown. Nah, because at least Shane's over people. Good God! I can't explain. At least Shane's over people. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett never been over with a damn thing. Um, what does he's it mean over, to see? Uh, he's over with the boys and to, no, use, to, to use uh, to, to, to use Cody lingo. Rhodes, uh, uh, lingo. Yeah. He's he's only ever over with the boys and the people backstage. Unbelievable. Uh, Daniel Bryan's return, uh, obviously, is to the Superdome where he won the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania 30. What does his um, you know, his return like mean to you guys personally? And you know, going forward. How do you? How big of a role do you think this match is going to play in that? Well, for me, like everybody knows, I'm a Shawn Michaels mark, and you know I followed Shawn kind of after the the back uh, injury and these guys he was training. And that's when I first learned about like Daniel Bryan and uh, you know Bryan Kendrick and Paul London. So I've been watching Daniel Bryan for a long time and watched his whole run in Ring of Honor and then coming up at WWE. And he's been one of my favorite wrestlers for a long time now. So. It was just great to finally see that, you know, he was able to be clear that he's healthy enough to be dropped on his head. Um, (laughs) Bumps. And he can do what he loves to do. So I think it's really great for him. And just, I think it's going to, I'm kind of expecting like a Shawn Michaels, like second part run. Yeah. Um, And hopefully he gets gets a second, like long run here. And I think, you know, what's the second part of your question? Uh, what, is it? Uh, what, what do you think this match is going to, like, have it, like, how would this match impact uh, that run going forward? Yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be the catalyst of just more great matches. Because obviously this whole Owens and Zayn feud is probably going to continue. Continue. I and I I really think that it should be Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan next month, like, and his official, like, singles return. Yeah. I mean, run, you can run Bryan versus Zayn or... Brian versus Owens, and let's have him, you know, run these guys. And it'd be even cool if they could find somebody else from like Ring of Honor 
to help him like fight these dudes and you have like this Ring of Honor battle like, bring Austin Aries back or something you really just like mm-hmm. Ring of Honor battle call Roger Strong do yeah. something do yeah, some yeah. shit like switch, that switch Roddy from uh, NXT yeah put a Roddy on SmackDown <clears throat> how they'll help, help him fight those dudes but yeah James is uh is Jordan back <laughs> I mean it kind of feels that way I mean but obviously we, we don't mean it as far as like he's the greatest of all time. We mean as far as like he's a guy that left while he was still the best and there's still time for him to come back and reclaim that. And you don't really and you throw in the back like you had this thing that you loved and it was gone from you and like you miss it and now like it's back and you're kind of like so appreciative so appreciative that you have it back in your life and you get to enjoy this like and this happened to me a, a, a few times. Like I was young like I had like you know, I was younger. I had the Jordan when he came back thing. And then, like, with me, I kind of had, like, Randy Mom's favorite athlete all the time. Like, that last Oakland year was like, yo, this is over. Like, mm-hmm. this thing where, like, you know, you're watching a game. You're watching an NFL game. And all of a sudden, they go to a game break. And they say, like, you know, um, we're back in Minnesota. Or we're back in Oakland. Or, we're, you know, we're in Chicago. And all of a sudden, there's a or Lambeau. And there's a gigantic 50-yard bomb. And he's just. You know, that sort of thing is like you see that, your whole living room changes for you, like fifteen seconds. You see that graphic where it's like three receptions, one hundred eighty four yards, two touchdowns, or something well, like that. Well, the real, well, it was more. Yeah, that's like that's kind of like the Dallas stat line like on the Thanksgiving yeah. game. Um, but yeah, it's just like you, and then you see like, and then like the first, the very first game I remember with the, that Randy Moss situation. I'll, and I will get back to Dave for I think the first one was like I'm watching the game like. Because you know he actually missed um, that spring train or spring or preseason with a mm-hmm. hamstring thing. You're like, I don't know, I don't know. And then like it was first quarter, um, they're playing the Jets. They're in um, they're in uh, the old Jet Stadium. Yeah, runs by. All of a sudden, Brady hawks his ball like 50 yards down the field. And all of a sudden, running, you see Brady like ran across the field across three people's faces. And you're like, oh my god, like this is. And you're like. Is it back or is this a flash? And then like yeah. the we see coming, you're like, oh my god, this is, I can't believe this, this is back. Is in my, this. I can't believe this is back in my life. I'm so happy. I thought it was something like forever gone. Like I feel like I have a part of like my past back and it's enjoyable. And like that's that, that's like the feeling I have with Daniel Bryan, especially how good um, this build has been since he's been cleared. So like you know, I'll, I'll deal with the, I'll do. I'll put up with a lot of stuff. I'll put up with the shame thing. I'll put up yeah. like. I don't want to say it was worth it, but like the six months of them killing SmackDown is almost like it was worth it now. <laughs> oh my God. Just, just like seriously, if you say it like, look, SmackDown is going to be awful for six months, but if I told you this like eight months ago, uh-huh. SmackDown going to be bad for like seven months, six months, seven months, like, but Daniel Bryan's going to be back. You would have said that. You would have said that trade off. You would have. have. Yeah, yeah. Even though, like, you know, we, we you know, obviously we didn't know what, at the time that's what was leading, right. ultimately leading to. Like, hell, maybe there's a chance that even they didn't know what that was leading to. You know. Yeah, right? yeah. But this is. Conspiracy. This is, but, you know. This is where we're at. And, you know, we, you know, we got. It, they always say it always gets dark before dawn. So, and <laughs> the shit looks real bright. Yeah, it's about to come. So, I'm so happy. So, so all this means is like you know they're gonna have a good year and then have a down year for WrestleMania next year, right? Oh lord! Gosh. 
You know, they, they, they like to fucking flip flop back and even, forth. I'm not even thinking about next year. Right Good now. God, we we'll get to it when we get to yeah. this. Let's get through this. Yeah, so I man, wish they so, would have another bad WrestleMania in, uh, in New York, Jersey. Again. Oh my God, I wish they would. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, I think uh, you know Owens and Zayn are winning. Uh, I don't really think that's too, too controversial or anything. I mean, they could do the whole okie doke where, oh yeah, they they lost, so then like they you know, go to and raw. Then the authority hire them or whatever. Like we kind of thought was going to happen with um, with AJ Styles and with and uh, if you were Roman and with um, who and, and Seth, where we thought they were going to flip flopped, yeah. but they end up not you know doing it. We like hey, we're going to trade each other's problems off to our you know, our, right. you know, our siblings. Can we, can we trade Seth Rollins for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? I mean. Here's the thing, like, so are you turning? Are you gonna? I would, I would love to see that, right? Because in the mix, of like Seth Rollins and then Nakamura and then um, AJ and Brian. Yeah. But somebody got to play be a top. Somebody got to right? turn. Somebody got to be a top hill, right? Like, I mean, hopefully, hope if they do that, hopefully they decide to like make the Maharaja. Uh, the U.S. champion, so yeah. stay the fuck stay away, the fuck away from all these. Yes. Yeah, like you stay on this mid card here, here Randy Orton, you turn heel like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I be down with that, but um, look, I need I need assurances look, first. Look, <laughs> you know the other top heel options on SmackDown: Mojo, oh my God. Baron Corbin. Oh my God! Yeah, SmackDown definitely like they need a good wrestling heel. Yeah, yeah. Not just a dude and, and that, not, just, and not that just, a just group, sucks. And not a group of guys that are awesome, but, like, y'all beat, like, drums. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Um, so, the next match I want to talk about is Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon in the mixed tag team match. Um, now, this has been um, been going on. Essentially, Ronda Rousey showed up at the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. signed the contract the following month at Fastlane. You guys all saw it. Put Triple H through the table. She, in turn, um, on the go-home show was put through the table by Stephanie McMahon for some fucking reason. Um, Stephanie had to get some. Yeah. Good God. Um, some. Yeah. Like, if she's going to lose, you got to get some, right? I guess Stephanie over, pal. Yeah, oh, uh, apparently. Uh, how we know she's going to lose? I mean... Have, have you seen these authority that's, propaganda? That's a, that's a great point. That like, is a great point. Like, they, they, beat, they beat fucking Sting with Triple H. Yeah. Uh, and Kurt Angle's in the match. And what does Kurt Angle do for Triple H? Always Jobs. <laughs> Lots of them. They even mentioned it. That made it even worse. I'm like, damn. I've been beating Kurt Angle my whole career. <laughs> bro, like, if they, if, if they fuck around and, like, dude, I wouldn't put a pass on fucking, but, like, you know, I already said this. Like, they win this match. I'm fucking done. Yeah. But, um... Look, but Triple I, H, I, I, pedigree, one, two, three. After the match, Stephanie McMahon and Ronda, where do you think you're going? And then WrestleMania moments, in air quotes. Right. Yeah, take, take a L, but you still broke her arm. Cool. Yep. Right. You're fucking loser. Yep. Like, you spent all this money to bring this, to bring this person in, and you're going to beat him off rip, Like even though you want to make them a star. But then again, remember, WWE's are one-stars. They just want a brand. So, yeah, you know, that's how that's how we end up getting the 50-50 booking. That's how we end up getting motherfuckers getting face and heel turn, and all the heels are overrunning the company, and we don't have the star faces. <laughs> they want the brand to be the thing that, that, that draws, not the, not the actual people. Um, unless unless it's like somebody they actually want to push at that time and from like the attitude there and then they'll come with a suit saying he actually is star like okay gotcha yeah oh um, yeah Goldberg and Goldberg Lesnar superstar is like all the tickets were sold to that Survivor Series way before then yeah fuck y'all talking and about they, and look and people peep game on that Kevin Owens said that shit yes. he knew it was up yeah. so uh, Alright. Jeremy, what have you thought about um th- this whole build back and forth? Were there any weak moments um that you that you saw? Were there any strong moments that you saw? Anything that kind of just took you out of it or 
Uh, oh, and we also have to talk about uh, that rising judo block that Rousey oh fucking god, does. Yeah. Oh my god! Um, I mean, overall, I mean they've done a pretty good job of building this feud up. Um, all the interlock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh I'm sorry. Hey, yeah, sorry. Yeah, just for, just for people that uh, so they know just, that outburst just happened. Rich is out here doing mock uh, judo rising blocks, <laughs> and, and it looks like and it looks like if anybody has watched has ever watched Dragon Ball Z, like when the people block somebody, you know, they're far more powerful than someone else. They just catch their shit out of the sky. And, yeah, yeah, it's like that, or yeah. So he's just, he's just like you know, he, he had to do it. He yep. had to ruin the show. Derail the show. Yep. Uh, well, punish, punish the show. Yes, yes. punish the show. show. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh man! Oh my gosh! But um, I mean, I really didn't, I, don't, I don't think there were too many weak parts in this um, in this build for this match. I mean, they did have the whole uh, hiccup where they said that Ronda was going to be on Raw every yeah. week, and then she missed what she what, what's one Raw? She missed one, one Raw. Raw. She was one episode of Raw. Or, well, they did one the second week. She did like a dark segment though, right? Um, no, she missed one week. And in that week, she just wasn't on TV, but she did a dark segment that week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, 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 sorry for yeah, confusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, besides, uh, for the most part, it's been good. And like James was saying, Stephanie had to get some kind of heat on Ronda. Uh, and, I mean, Triple H, I mean, uh, Kurt and Ronda should be getting the win here. I mean, that would make the most sense. Like you guys are saying, you know, if they paid all this money to bring Ronda in, she's a superstar, like, Keep that mystique up, like have her, you know, get her win at WrestleMania. I mean, you know, have her, you know, tap out Triple H if they don't want to, you know, beat Stephanie uh, for whatever reason. You know, have her put the arm bar on Triple H and Triple H tap out. They are. Um, I I hope Ronda Rousey's good. I hope she's good well, because if she not, how, how about this? Maybe she is, maybe she isn't good. However, do you think she's better than Stephanie? I would hope. You will hope you don't think she's better than Stephanie already. I mean, what do I have to go by? You know, well, um, like, I mean, like she knows how she can take. A, well, she can take a strike and also. Oh, let me go ahead. Say your little joke after I said that. Go ahead. Oh yeah, uh, you know, do we have? She can take a definitely. She can take a work strike. How about that? <laughs> Jackass. I knew. I knew. You know, I you know, anyway, you know, maybe she can take a strike. She well, just can't take several of them, <laughs> or a foot to the right, face. Oh apparently, she can't take a super kick. Yeah, like I, I, yeah, no super super kicks allowed. We know how Ronda Rousey deals with defeat. You know, as Stephanie said, I like that line. Defeat and defeat. Yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, can I can I say my point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over? You there? Y'all really, y'all really just don't really want to like her. Y'all, y'all, try, y'all try so hard not to like her. It's no, terrible. I, I don't have a problem with Ronda. Oh, so you just get down with him with little jokes. Just want the jokes. All right. All right. Oh my god. I'm I want to laugh at you. I want to laugh too. But it's like, look, man. Look, man. I'm not about to just sit up here while people uh, come up with these scenarios and bend over backwards to hand her the next five WrestleMania main events where we haven't seen a match I'm, like I'm at all. Even, like, thing, I'm not even sure she's going to get a WrestleMania event. This like, might be can, it. Can we? Yeah. Can we like? You know, chill out on that. Like, can we like at least see what they do after the Stephanie thing that, first? I, I think that's what I'm saying. Okay, all right. Yeah, like my whole thing is like, I. But here's the thing. Honestly, I desperately want her to be good. Like, desperately. Like, mm-hmm. we need. And I said this to you before. Like, we need more Charlottes. We need more Bianca Belairs. We need more Ronda Rousey. People with legitimate 
athletic backgrounds and you know that can really get this thing done with um, with the proper you know with, with, with want to and with you know experience can actually like really perform at a high level because of their athleticism. Like that's what they all that's what they always done with um in WWE with um with their male division as far as bringing in town where it was Angle or it was Mark Henry or else and like like I said eventually if you stick around long enough and you give a shit you can't get good at this Angle yeah. and it did it in, did it in like seemingly like. Hit, hit the ground running with it. It took Mark Henry longer, but eventually he got good at this shit too. Mm. So, like, I want that for the women's vision too. I, I, I want to get as far away from that Kelly Kelly era as possible. I want I want the antithesis you know, of we, that. We, we got Alexa Bliss around now, bro. Like, so you know, it's always going to be a little I, bit. I want to say this: Alexa Bliss is way better than Kelly Kelly ever was. Oh yes, absolutely. I'll give you that. No one like look. There's not like. I, I, I've said a lot of things about wishing that Alexa Bliss was better or was put in a position to get better faster, um, but not ever. Not once in my life I've ever thought that she was as bad as Kelly Kelly. Kelly Kelly came back in a, in a fucking match that they choreographed and went over and over and over, and she fucked everything up that she tried to do in that Royal Rumble. Uh, everything. Meanwhile, Michelle McCool comes out there and just dominated. Yeah, yeah, Molly Holly. Yeah. Nothing changed. Beth Phoenix, still raw. Yeah, you know, Trish, perfectly fine. But Kelly, Kelly, that's a whole other level of suck. So, um, so you, so final things. I, I think we think. Uh, I'll think Kurt Angle and Rousey are going to win. Um, Not only do I think they're going to win, they also <laughs> should win. And right. that's, like, that's the logical booking decision. Are you going to bring you Triple H? Can add to uh, that number of losses. He's lost twelve matches at WrestleMania. Yeah. He yeah. should have lost more. Yeah, right. he should have only won. He should probably have won like four of them shits. So, um, next match I want to talk about is the match that is hovering over WrestleMania, not officially announced yet. Um, no, John Cena versus the Undertaker. Um, I think John Cena. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about the Undertaker because I think he's like essentially worthless at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I'm not here for this 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 dead man shit. Like I'm not here for this American badass shit. I'm here for the retirement. I'm so here you, for the end. So you think he's a, he's full on Jeff Jarrett? Can't draw a dime. <laughs> I I I mean they didn't even use him to settle the show. So you know. Um, but yeah, like okay. So one guy's one guy, one guy ain't even built to be there officially. You tell me who sold more merch out there between Jeff Jarrett and Undertaker uh, for us many week for WWE. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, oh, you don't know? Okay. You know, like like John Cena, I think has um, this has been a really weird period since Very. Survivor Series for Very. him. Uh, and if you even go back further to the Roman Reigns match, because I think that's go the, back further. They put him in the ring for SummerSlam. <clears throat> Baron Corbin. fucking Corbin. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Let's start there. Um, so <laughs> you he, forgot how far back this yes. shit should really go? <laughs> like, you put him in there with Baron Corbin, who he completely embarrasses and outclasses and makes look like a bum, and Baron Baron, Corbin's Baron, career hasn't yeah. recovered since. Yes. Um, he did win the United States title. He beat AJ Styles before, but, I mean, we all know where he slotted. He ended up back in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal for, on, the pre-show. on the pre-show, right where he started his career two years ago. Um, even though the pre-show wasn't the main card at that time, but it's still, he, you're in the Battle Royal. Um, from there, um, Cena went to the Roman Reigns feud, which he completely outclassed and destroyed Roman Reigns on the mic. And it seems like he had 
essentially a WrestleMania build in October. He came out there and unleashed all the fire on Roman Reigns that essentially no one else was allowed to talk about the elephant in the room, the way, you know, fans really perceive things. Mm-hmm. Um, and <clears throat> Let me that. The way most fans really perceive things. Right. Got to put that, oh, that qualifier most. in there. Yes. Right. A lot yes. of people pounce on you. Yeah. Um, they might pounce on the fact that I said most, even though it's clearly most. Yeah. Um, so, and then him and Roman have that match, and he fu- they do that thing where they fuck off for 10 minutes at the beginning. It gets, <laughs> it gets good towards the end, but then Cena does, like, the fake retirement and the crying. and For the third time. I yeah, think. it was it was just getting really, like... People were ready to see Cena go. And it was like Cena had kind of turned a lot of people around, I think, in the previous uh, couple years. Then something happened there in 2017 where they stopped being here for John Cena. And in my opinion, I think Cena has been so good for so long. Those folks were ready, ready to pull the claws right right to fuck back out the second like any type of slippage happened. Mm-hmm. After that, he fucking disappears. Shows up, um, shows for, up for Raw uh, again. Yeah. Um, on the Survivor Series match, does nothing. He literally oh, he yeah. um, he emerges to sell a new shirt, um, <laughs> like completely inconsequential. Like he may as well have been like <clears throat> Apollo Cruz. Oh my god! Literally, they yeah. they had him get pinned by um, Kurt Angle, I believe. He he even show up in the bills today. He just showed up as as Survivor. Or no, Cruz. he he was on Team SmackDown. Smackdown he was yeah. Team SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, just flipping back and forth, like Dave <clears throat> taking the free agent thing. Like it's you know he. We, yeah, we'll we'll get to that. But um, he goes to the Royal Rumble representing the old guard. It looks like, and this is where his road to WrestleMania talk essentially begins. And to me, the entire uh, build about WrestleMania, even though he's not in an advertised match right now, has been about John Cena. He's the guy that made every single domino, um, like in all the major matches, essentially aside from the Authority ones, uh, fall into place. Um, they took him as the, and I, I believe I said this on Chad's, Chad's show, they moved him around the chessboard for every situation. So, you know, it left him, uh, what's the word, kind of <clears throat> like just moving the story forward, but nothing for him. Right. Yeah, like it was almost like musical chairs, where like he was basically like last person, like he was setting the table for all, setting chairs down for everybody else, and then like music stops, and then like look around, like there was shit left except Undertaker. And like, <clears throat> and then what they've done with him, in this build, it feels like this dude literally is out here by himself yeah. trying to make shit work. And he's lost so much this entire time. Like, mm-hmm. lose the Royal Rumble, lose the Elimination Chamber. Uh, he did get a win uh, against Finn Balor on TV. He lost to Seth Rollins. And he, but he did beat AJ, but then lost the title match. So it was like, right. what the fuck? Right. right. Like, every big moment was a scram- mad scramble to get the, the Royal Rumble, even though he's John fucking Cena, we'll just forget that he's John fucking Cena. He's like anybody, he's supposed to be anybody else, even though, like, okay, then why do you get a 20 minute promo and not like uh, Heath Slater, right? Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, he, he scrambled and scrambled and fails and fails and fails and fails, and he's left for nothing else. So he starts making, he starts all of a sudden, like, fuck it. Just like we talked about with um, Roman and, and uh, Brock about, like, he seems like no, a money dude is trying to I'll get... hold this fucker up. Yeah, so, like, I'm trying to, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I've been one of the favorite ones and, like, I don't, and I have nothing left, so now I'm going to do everything I can to try and get what I want um, because I'm not getting, you know, I'm not getting daddy's attention right now. So, yeah. fuck it, fuck it. I'll fight the Undertaker. But he's retired. Never mind that. I'll fight him. I'll fight him. Run it. Y'all, y'all don't want us to see. Y'all don't want to see us fight. Yeah, I want to see him fight. All right. And then like until he's still showing up. Yeah. 
What about your fans? Yes. Just like I and think then, John Cena cut two two excellent promos and two like horrible promos. Yeah. Um, like the very thing. first one where he's like he actually did the first shot on Taker and like he had a crowd in the palm of his hands and the whole shit was wacky. I was like, how did he go from start here and then get all the way to here and then made it work and the crowd <laughs> loved it and they want to see the match and I'm just like, this dude is incredible. Like this man spun pure bullshit into gold. Yeah. Um, Jeremy would and then you know that takes us to like current day like the match is not announced we you know feel like it is still happening um, what have been your thoughts on like Cena's downward spiral and also the Undertaker's like sweeping silence and him sitting out another build of a Wrestlemania match yeah Cena's downward spiral has been kind of weird for me because you know back in the day Cena started getting up I was one of those dudes that I desperately hated John Cena. I mean, I would go on Facebook and Twitter and talk about how much I hated Cena. I was one of those, you know, Cena sucks guys. I was so happy when, uh, you know, he lost to Rob Van Dam. And anytime he would, you know, take an L, I'd be so Clean happy. Clean or not. Clean, yeah, I'd be so happy. Like, yes, he's going to lose. But, you know. Look, he, what, what you mean, clean, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he started finally, finally <clears throat> winning me over with the U.S. challenge. Just, you know. You gotta admit, like how great he is on the mic, and like James mentioned, like he gets a crowd like, in the palm of his hand. And so it's kind of weird now. Like, you would think, like after hating Cena for so long, I'd be happy to see him like be de-emphasized. But he's such a big star. I'm, like I'm not happy to see him. It's so weird. It's like he should be in a, a main event feud with Big Build. He's still their biggest star. Yeah, he's still their biggest he, star. He, they got him doing jack shit. Why? Because we're still trying to get this dude, and we've been trying to get him for four years. Oh, Order all the way to the top. They're like, not even that. Yeah, like, you in a way at all. We're so we're so like focused on getting this freaking dude over uh, to be like the next John. C- my next time, I don't mean like is that cop cop? I mean like be the next top guy. That we're ignoring the fact that like the the original that the guy guy is still the top guy is still the top guy, and like we're trying to move him out to, to put him off the pasture because he wants to go and do movies from time to time because like you know he's forty now. Mm. It's so weird. <clears throat> Like there, there's so they, much more going on with this like, than, like, that's the so much more interesting than what they're actually doing on the screen and and I think this is an argument to um you know what the actual story is behind this stuff being a lot more compelling than the real one because you know John Cena Undertaker on paper yeah whatever it's a dream match people want to see it X amount of years ago and right. Undertaker's old as fuck now right. and like that's not really the story here it's John Cena and everything going forward because I feel like he's going to disappear after WrestleMania. He'll be back again for SummerSlam and we'll be right back in the same position like wondering, well, when John Cena gets himself over in a month's span of time, like as the man still, the ratings go up every time he shows up, mm-hmm. are y'all going to go back to John Cena and Roman Reigns again? Are you guys going to uh, have Cena putting over their generic big guys like you know, in a Baron Corbin or like a Mojo Raleigh or something like that. Or are you going to have Cena just going out there with the best wrestlers? Because if you send him out there with the best wrestlers, Cena's going to come out there and produce a good match and right. then get over with his wrestling. Because what you know is being proven in this day and age, fans want to see great wrestling matches. They watch wrestling to see wrestling. And, you know, you, what you a shocker. Yeah, you, you can yeah. Talk, talk about, you know, entertainment value and uh, all the stuff that doesn't have to do with the ring, but like the reason that we're showing up for these guys in masks and what is making them legends to most fans these days is the quality wrestling. And Cena will do that. Um, 
there have been periods where you know he's been kind of sloppy, but there I think he has he John Cena is under more pressure right now in his career than any other top star has been at this stage in their careers. This late in the game, you think? this late in the game, like still trying to like have one foot in, one foot out, not committing to either, still being excellent on the mic, still able to go with anyone. You know, Austin wasn't doing this. Like Rock was out of there. Yeah, Rock just said Hogan was out of there. Yeah, people are gonna learn to start appreciating John Cena, bro. Eventually, right? And it's gonna take Roman Reigns for him to do it. Yeah, I mean, seemingly you can think of like when this started happening was the when they decided like Roman's the guy. Um, we're gonna hot shot him probably a year too early. Um, and we're going to move our top two stars in the company, and we're going to move them to the mid-card titles. And, well, you know, Bryant's happened to get hurt, but Cena did the whole U.S. Open Challenge run, and you start to see it th- even then. Where it's like He's like, I got plenty left in the tank. I'm not done. I don't know. Like, I'm going to show y'all. I'm, I'm going to let y'all, y'all, y'all do what y'all want with him, but I'm going to be over here still producing. Yeah, like, you know, bring in Kevin Owens, make, you know, help <clears throat> make Kevin Owens to one of the um, biggest stars in today's WWE. Um, you know, give Dean Ambrose um, great matches. Uh, you know, all those guys that he AJ runs. Styles. Yeah, Russell Styles the next year. You know, and have one of the fused of the year with him, one of the matches of the year, uh, both of those matches. Um, in those different years, but yeah, it's just it's it's really weird that how like how they treated that dude, the dude that like is still the still the guy. Like yep. they want to be somebody else, but it's still him. And like they don't get him, they don't have him all year long. And I understand like that. There's a reason why you don't commit to him like that. But like you got you know like you got to give him something better than this. And it's weird to say that when you're just talking about like you know the Undertaker, which was like the Undertaker match WrestleMania, which was for. What, 15 years or so? Well, not 15 years. Uh, probably like, yeah, like 14 years. So it was like, 14, 13 years. So it was like a gigantic deal. Like, it was, you know, title, one or two title matches or you fight Undertaker. Like, those were like three big matches or whatever else. Or, or if Undertaker wasn't a title match, like, that would be one of three big things or whatever. And they co- try to come up with a fourth for WrestleMania for like, you know, damn near 15 years. And now at this point... Um, it's it's played out. Like everything has its, everything has a, a an expiration date, and this just past due now. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm taking you know at worst my second favorite wrestler of all time, but like nobody has been enthused, but nobody, um, nobody that I think is of rational mind has came in thinking like, given what Undertaker has showcased in these last few runs, um. Brock Lesnar summer excluded in 2015. Um, what he can bring to the ring at this time, the fact that he's getting older and older, he keeps, you know, broken up. He's not getting healthier, even though he's going to wrestle once a year at this point. And you throw in, like, what you've seen from John Cena in the ring since taking that break. You know, like, you're thinking, like, okay, they're going to have a match. I'm not too enthused about it. Then you see the feud, and you're like, I'm not too enthused about the feud either. But, like, these are two cornerstones of this company's history of, you know, our lifetimes. So you kind of, kind of, you just like, you just pretty much just shrug your shoulders and the difference. Like, I don't think it's going to be good. I ain't been on entertained, but they're them. Yeah, so let's, throw let's them just out see there. It. Let's just see roll, it. Roll the ball out. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, 
So next match I want to get to, um, and that one ran a little long, but um, Charlotte Flair and Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Title, as well as um, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax for the Raw Women's Title. Um, just positioning these ones against each other. I feel like Charlotte and Oscar is like the woman's version of AJ and Nakamura, um, <laughs> and I think they've done even less in a sense with them. Um, I would have liked to see a little bit more. I don't know if it speaks to Charlotte's strength um, as a face uh, to cut these promos. Well, I mean, they did. They gave her one babyface promo opportunity, and I think she knocked out of the park. I think it was her best promo as a babyface she's ever done. I thought, like, um, it was like the the SmackDown right after um, she challenged. Yeah, right after Fastlane. I thought thought it was great. Like, it's the first time I ever, like, found her to be actual, general, likable person as opposed to, like, she's a big face because, like, she moved to SmackDown. Yeah. Um, but, hey, like you said, like, it has been, you know, this kind of, like, in... I would have liked to see Asuka on SmackDown more. Right. I don't know. It's yeah. kind of weird, like, what she's still doing on Raw, like, having matches for Alexa Bliss. Well, I yeah. think the thing is, like, I think the, the word was, uh, maybe is that, maybe I'm misremembering this, but I think it was said that... If she is unsuccessful winning this man on title, she is still raw property. Mm. So you know, right. they are you know label conflicts. You yeah, know that is. Yeah, yeah. Now they're making up the rules as they go. Yeah, of course, um, because it's fake. Yeah, <laughs> um, Jeremy, what what are your expectations for Charlotte and Oscar, and what do you think this will mean for like the history of like of women's wrestling? Is this the biggest women's wrestling match that they've ever done? Yeah, think about it. I mean, it pretty much is. Yeah, the biggest women's match they've done on WrestleMania. And, I mean, I'm expecting this Charlotte-Oscar match to be really, really good. I mean, we've seen what Oscar's done since she's come into NXT. Just a great match that she's had with, you know, Bayley and Ember Moon and all the girls down there in NXT. And she just showed why she's so great and why there's so much hype. And then Charlotte, you know, watching her from, like, FCW... Uh, develop into the superstar into NXT and now the main roster. Um, she's been doing phenomenal, and I mean, I still think she's miscast as a babyface. I think she uh, performs her best when she's a heel, and I think it's really easy to. She's a heel. She's a heel. Goddamn. <laughs> but I think it's really easy. It's, I think it's easier to boo her. But um, and like James said, like she became a face just because she wanted to SmackDown. But um, this is going to be a nice, like, little babyface, babyface feud. Um, and I'm thinking a very hard-hitting, you know, athletic match between these both ladies. I think this is going to set the standard of what um, women's wrestling can be on the main stage of WrestleMania. Yeah, I'd agree with that because you know, I think what will be the what will be the highlight for a singles women's match would that be WrestleMania 22 between Mickey and, and Trish? Yeah. Yeah. Does anybody here think and, that... And that ain't like, particularly if, difficult for these two. Yeah, I'm saying, like... Yeah, I was going to say, like, you know... Given where we've been with the women's revolution, where, you know, 16 was a breakout, we're like, we're going to have a... We're going to have the, you know, arguably best match on that card. In my, you know, in my heart, the main event of that card. <laughs> um, and then they go the next year, they had the four-way, and it was a good four-way, just it wasn't as good as what they did um, the year before. And then you started to get to the point where, like, we're going to finally have a women's singles match... On the card, WrestleMania for a title, and like, it ain't a joke. Like, it's actually part of the bill. Like, it's part. You know, I think. You know, I think. You know, we give 
we gave WWE a lot of shit last year for how bad they they how bad their lack of focus was on the women. Um, but you know, you say what you want to put out Rousey and whatever else, but like they know good and damn well they pumped all that money to they're putting all that money into her and they're like they're damn well She gotta know, wrestle somebody. Yeah, she gotta wrestle somebody and like they're they're building these they're building these women up the way they should have always to begin with. Um, in a way to actually have viable opponents for her in the future, and you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna build people and try to make them into stars, I, only thing I can say is thank you. And you know, and the, the snide complaint would be like, "Well, it took you so fucking long," but <laughs> but like at least thank you for doing this because like that's what we need. Yeah, man. Um, on the other side of that, um, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax are having a high school divas eras. A mean feud, girls feud. A mean yeah. girls feud. A set the women's division back style feud. Um, Nia Jax is, I think, she, this is going to hurt to say it. I don't think she's a babyface champion at this point. Um, that's not the role I see her having a lot of success in. Uh, just And obviously the babyface monster champion it can work. Uh, I feel like it would have worked for Strowman, and where Strowman would have been the exception, Nia Jax is the rule in this case. Um, where do you guys see happening here? Honestly, I, I'm not going to be surprised if it's just a squash match, you know, a la Daniel Bryan, uh, Sheamus. Um, I, I mean, I cannot, how can anybody realistically see Alexa Bliss getting any, like, off, like Nia Jax should not be selling for Alexa Bliss, <laughs> and um, I'm sure they'll try and do some shenanigans with, like Mickey James trying to help Alexa. But at this point, it's like this is like this is not the match I would have done. Like they had Sasha and Bailey, like they're ready. They're doing the Sasha Bailey rivalry for a pre-show battle royal. That should have been the Raw Women's Title match. Instead, we're getting Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. And even if it's not a squash match, it's not probably going to be very good or long. Yeah, if they if they end up going like ten minutes, fifteen minutes, like that could be really bad. It could be like you know, if if they go over eight minutes, they have gone way too fucking long. But at that moment, they would have known they fucked up. Yeah, and like, and if they go three minutes, the crowd will revolt because that crowd is is will be partisan towards. Alexa, and they will feel like she has gotten slighted, sh- slighted, and shit. She, you know, they have shortchanged her, and like we've seen what happens when you know people's favorites get shortchanged at WrestleMania. Like, it, it, you know, it can alter the course of WWE history. Right? Yeah, it can, yeah. it can actually fuck around and make you the top star in the company. I mean, yeah. What else right. more can they give Bliss? I mean, first woman to win the Raw, yeah. SmackDown's titles. I mean, they're giving her all these accolades already. Like, and uh, something else too, we got to think about looming over kind of both of these women's matches is Carmella with the Money in the Bank briefcase. Glad you brought that up. Um, and I know she did a win on SmackDown, but there's been like a lot of talk and speculation and rumors that potentially she could cash in on the Raw side as well. Right. So I mean, there's both these women's matches. I mean, um, I, if they are going to do a cash in and want to put the belt on Carmella, I would rather them I guess do it on the Raw side. I mean, the belt's already on Bliss, who's not that great in the ring. Just put it on Carmella, who's also not that great in the ring. Just I guess keep the Raw Women's Title as the B Women's Title with WWE. But if they you know decide to mess around and have her cash in on Oscar Charlotte after that match. That's not going to be good. 
Yeah. Especially if you end, end the night with Carmella and Alexa Bliss as both as your women's champions. Oh, my God. Like, that's not a good look at all. Um, I mean, honestly, like, I wouldn't be upset with a failed cash-in attempt. Like, <laughs> she finally cashes in and she just eats the L because I don't know what they were thinking with both their Money in the Bank winners this year, but they were both horrible choices. Um, and with Carmella, like, if they really wanted to push her, like, give her some in-ring time, give her segments, like, clearly you know she needs to get better in the ring. Well, the only way you get better is to have matches. I'm sure she does stuff on the house shows, but she needs one-on-one matches on TV with girls like um, Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Well, and, and you can also mean, condition the honestly, audience to accept even, her in that role. That, she wouldn't even have matches on the house shows. Like, mm. you go through a profile DB? Uh-huh. She wouldn't even have matches on the house shows. Like, I was talking to the talking because um, Carlos Carl from uh, from um, SFC podcast. Where up, Carl? Is um is with us um, in this trip, and we got on talking about about how like you know like I appreciate how good Vince can be with his um with like on regular pay per views. How he can be with his top two feuds that he's mm-hmm. trying to sell pay per view on, and occasionally try the A four three. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But like his top two two feuds are always hitting on something, and. But with five hours being way too much time to be doing weekly television for live live television, let alone for fucking wrestling, mm-hmm. um, things fall through the cracks with him. And like you're sitting here watching, it and you're just like, I just wish this shit could be better. But like I understand how hard it is, and it has to be hard just to be this good, let alone like you know whatever else. Five hours is fucking brutal. But when you have five hours, like you got to get people that you're trying to build or try to get better, like time to. Do that, you know. Like they want to hire all these people that like they don't want to hire every indie person in the world. And I understand that because you want, you know, you want to have your own imprint on people. Whatever else, trying to make all people that you think you can turn into something. But like, if you want them to turn into something, you got to give them reps. Yep. Like, and and we talked about Carmella and you know the money in the bank thing. It's like, well, if you're going to do this, like, and give her money in the bank, like, push her, like, or you know, give her match and let her be in people's faces. Do it expeditiously. Right, and like you look at you, and I said to him, like you look at her, like her her match list thing over, you know, since you won Money in the Bank, like she hasn't been doing shit on the house shows or on TV, none of that. And it's like, how is the person supposed to get better? How is the person supposed to get over character to get over like when she eventually does try to cash in and fail or succeed and go from there with her career? Like, and I understand like it's it's quote unquote just Carmella, but like that's a like in the. Like in the macro, well, it doesn't matter. That it's just Carmelo. In the macro, it doesn't make that big. It's not that big of a deal or whatever else. Like that's you know that's really far down the card. But like when you look at these things on a micro level and see like how they mismanaged a lot of people or whatever. Hell, they mismanaged a the guy they want to make the fucking uh, they want to give the keys to. Yeah. Right by deciding like oh yeah like putting Daniel Bryan on a on a fucking SmackDown on a Tuesday in a casket match is worth potentially damaging our top baby face the guy we want to make the future of our company for the next decade that's what they did yeah and you look at it in the micro it's like granted they're not they're not WC like in the words of uh, Brian Overs they're not W fucking CW they're not huh. gonna, they're not going to shut down they're not, gonna, they're not losing 87 million dollars in a year or some shit like that that's right. not happening they keep making him more hand, money hand over fist the problem is they keep doing all these small things. They're not focused on small things like they used to or even like they were better at or whatever. And it because there's five hours of television and it shit exposes just and, and, you, and you sit here and watch and you're just like, it's a bummer because you just wish the shit could be better more or be consistently better. Like, it ain't horrible. 
it ain't awful. But sometimes shit just grates on you about like how things fall through the cracks, and then like, they, and then like they go through things, and then stuff, stuff happens. You're like, well, how the hell did this happen? And you look back, and you're like, well, because they fucked this up and this up and this up, and they should have known this was gonna happen. It's like, well, maybe, maybe not. But like, as far as the back end, how things are gonna go so badly. But it's like, well, all the indicators. You look back at it, you see all the indicators of why things were unsuccessful. It's like. And you see it happening in real time. Other times you're like, well, maybe it'll happen. You, you kind of be, you know, give the benefit of the doubt, right? As far as like, things won't be, they won't fuck this up. Let's and then see how it ends up. And then, yeah, and then, you know, six or seven times out of ten, they end up fucking it up. It's, it's a bummer. Like, this Carmella thing is a bummer. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the um, tag team matches. Um, Braun Strowman and a mystery partner. Against the bar. Speaking of people falling through the cracks. Yeah. Um, Braun Strowman, a guy that was looking like he was about to headline this fucker. Yeah. And he's in a throwaway tag team match for the Bills. Hey, hey, at least he's on the main card this year. Correct. That man was on the pre, it was on the Honor Giant Memorial Battle Royal last year. Yeah. He went from being in the main event of pay per view into being in the. Eliminated five guys. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. No, last year he yeah, was in yeah, the main yeah. event of the previous pay per view, and then WrestleMania time comes and like he's off the show. Just and just, then he's back in the main event following WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Just like yeah. Amazing. Um, then, yeah. Like Vince has a real talent. Like, that talent is that man's a magician. He was able to make a he was able to make a six eight three hundred and fifty pound man disappear. Yes. Yes. Um, right before your eyes. And also the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the Usos versus the New Day, and the Bludgeon Brothers. I have a feeling that it's going to be announced as a ladder match. Um, Hope it is. I'm so happy to see the Usos on the card. I'm wearing my Uso shirt today. I I'll be wearing it around New Orleans. I would have bought a. I would have bought, uh, bought a New Day shirt. However, um, um, I don't. I, the Voodoo O's. I thought it was kind of corny, so I don't mm. know, but and I don't want to do the unicycle, the unicorn. We're all on the unicorn either. It's kind of weird too. So, but next shirt, like when they when they come out with the right shirt, I'm gonna get it. I think this is a threat to steal the show. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. these guys have been mishandled on the big four pay reviews pretty much their whole run. Yeah, these teams are so good, so great. You see the stuff they produce anytime they're they're in together. I mean, even like Harper and Rowan, too. I mean, Rich, we were both at Battleground. It was that 2014. I know it was 2014 because I watched that shit in Baltimore all on my phone. Yeah, we see, we see what Harper and Rowan... I mean, you know, Rowan's not the best, but I mean, when he's with Harper, they're they're a great big man team. But yeah, all three of these teams could prove like they can have great matches with each other. And they on Big Four, they've been screwed over and over and over and over again. So it's great to finally see them get some shine and, you know, just hoping that they're actually given the time to have a match that could steal the show. Now, yeah. um, <clears throat> am I the only one that selfishly wants um, the Usos to lose so they can go to Raw and then, like, Roman can be part of the Uso Penitentiary? Oh, my God. That and, would be- and, and we can have Hill. Like, I, I definitely want Hill Reigns. Like, this, this, you know. Or... In order, you know, it could be the new version, a secondary version of yeah. the Shield because, like, they've already screwed the Shield thing up. Like, oh chances, are, chances are, like, two cousins aren't really hurt like that. So, like, they can do this whole thing and whatever else, and they can kind of be faced or whatever. Because people really like doing so. They've been, they've been so good over this past year. Yeah. So, I'll give you this. You know, the only way that they can do that, right, 
and I don't think this will happen because I feel like Dean Ambrose is headed for another character alignment when he comes back. Right. But it needs to be by the time they get Survivor Series, Roman Reigns, The Usos, Rollins, and and uh, Ambrose as one Survivor Series team. <laughs> like, <laughs> I fucking love that. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that one, but yeah, that would be cool. I mean, I think I think the Bludgeon Brother, Bludgeon Brothers, gonna win the titles here. I mean, they've been mm-hmm. building them up for months now. That, yeah, yeah. That that match, like that that match, interrupted and that beatdown. That was great. And yeah. then, like everything they've done with them as far as like making them like monsters, like you go, oh yeah, you think these are rubber mallets? All right. Yeah, they're real. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Yes. Um, Condensed into the ring steps. Happy to see the Uzos on the card, and this is huge for them because they've gone on record uh, saying how much it means to them. They they don't have to worry about hurting the card, as they once <laughs> said. They're going to try to steal this motherfucker now. And, and One point I just want to make real quick, and I find it very interesting because there's been this whole debate like whether the pre-show is a part of WrestleMania. It's all one big thing. Well, I think we got our answer. The company itself has said but the Usos have never been on WrestleMania. Yeah. Which means you're on the pre-show. <laughs> it's a whole different ballgame than being on the main card. And also, like, yeah. if you go back up through the history, like, guys don't get, like, cuts of the uh, of the WrestleMania DVD and stuff. Right. Ask, ask yeah, the Devil of Austin Aries how they're WrestleMania 33. Uh, they're going to be like, what? Ask look, Ambrose. Look, right. they, look they're going to be like, what WrestleMania match? Right. Yeah. They'll be like, WrestleMania 33. I wasn't, I wasn't on that card. Yeah. So the company itself has told us on TV. Yep. You know, because we go us on TV. They have told us that this is... The pre-show is not the main card. You are not, if you are on the pre-show, you are not considered a part of, you know, being on actual You are not an active participant. Right. Yeah. That's WrestleMania kickoff. You were on the kickoff show. You were not on WrestleMania. But this <laughs> is the Uso's first main WrestleMania match. Yeah. And when you go back to later watch this on the uh, WWE Network, the you know, the, you know what the first match will be? It will not be the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle yeah, Royal. It will not be the Battle WrestleMania Royal. Women's Battle Royal or the or Cedric Alexander versus Musab Ali. It will be whatever they choose, and I think it's going to be this match. It, it's going to be the Miz versus Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. Yeah. You like that transition, oh, don't nice you? Yeah. That shit was clean. Slick. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, Intercontinental Championship. Seth Rollins has been, uh, in my opinion, the WWE in ring performer of the year thus far. Um, going against Finn Balor, these guys had a um, knockdown drag out match last Monday. James, as you said, they provided the receipts. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and it was funny because, like, I say that, and then, uh, you know, because I watched uh, Raw on um, delays, I didn't actually watch it. I was doing um, Jeremy's show with yeah. them because they don't really fuck with WWE like that. So, um, I would later watch it and say, like, this match is great. And I said to myself, wow, they put these two on and they went out there and they busted their ass and they had themselves a, like a four, four, four star match. So I thought to myself, hmm, it's almost as if like they had the match that they would have had if Miz was not around, given that amount of time. And then like whatever happens at WrestleMania. And, I, and for the record, I think that match is going to be great. Um, that's the match I have the least concerns about mm-hmm. um, because Miz knows how to play his role. But it's almost like as if like, all right, this match ain't like hitting like how y'all thought it was gonna hit. Then like, 
Can't say it wasn't us because if, yeah. if you want to pop it up, if you want to, if you want to go to WWE Network or go on Hulu or whatever else, go to the six days ago. Yeah, and, and you, you see, you can see the match we would have gave if it was just you know us. That's but, us. But you know, I don't. I was just saying that just be funny and give you a dig about Miz. But like, I personally think this match is going to be good. I think it's going to be one of the. This I feel like there, there are certain contenders to beat match of the night. Um, if this was a bad WrestleMania, if this was, is it going? If this is going to be a bad WrestleMania. Um, as far as match quality, this has this makes it a contender to be one of the best matches, be the best match of the night. Like I think that if this is the best match of the night, this is a bad WrestleMania. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean anything about that match. I think like they can have a four star match and mm-hmm. like a bunch of other stuff. So it's like a, you know a bunch of other stuff just doesn't hit like it's supposed to. Right. So like that's so I think it has an outside chance, but I hope it doesn't because that means it would be a bad WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, the U.S. title. If Rusev wasn't in this, would you care? No. Or do you care now, even? I mean, I want Rusev to win. I mean, Rusev Day is so over. And Rusev, no matter what, he's, he's so good, so hilarious. Rusev like, Day chance breaking out on uh, like, Canal on Street. Canal Street. And, like, breaking out on Raw. Yeah. Bingo. He's breaking, not there. Breaking out at... Breaking out at NXT Largo. Breaking out at Ring of Honor. Yeah. Yeah. If a Rusev Day chance bring out... Dude, Ring of Honor crowd, like, those are, like, the smarkiest, like, indie fans. And, like, they're doing Rusev Day chants, like, you know it's over. And, um... Did you guys hear about that story that supposedly, um, Rusev asked for his release, and this was a way to pacify him by throwing him in this match? I did not hear that, but that's very interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, I came across a headline that he had asked for his release, like, essentially, like, y'all ain't doing shit with me, right? I'm essentially... <laughs> Excuse me, I'm I'm hot. I'm selling merch. Why the fuck am I in this battle royal, essentially? Right. And you know, as the story goes, it was quote unquote changed, and he was thrown into uh, this match. And I don't know, man. Like it's kind of bittersweet for me, like seeing Rusev wrestling for the United States title again, right? He's back where he started literally four years ago, right? Which is same was funny because like that's the, the same story. Thing, that's the same thing for Roman too. Yeah. Same thing. Look, hell, same thing for for uh, Rousey and Hunter and Stephanie. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It with Rusev, it's like, well, should, if he loses, can he like just step past the U.S. title scene, or does he need to like kind of earn his way in the mid card again? What do you guys think? Nah, because he's already in the mid card right fucking now. So yeah. like, and he already earned. So like, what, like you know, like done, done at all. Like yeah. either you know. Give this start giving this guy a run like, um, start giving this guy a run and put him in a, a main event or two, or 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 move him to another brand. Um, Randy Orton, he's the defending United States champion yep. here. Uh, he was the defending WWE champion last year. Yep. I feel like Randy Orton that that title reign and title run was a complete aberration. Yeah. Should have never happened. It was they like had, they had to reward that man for getting his you know head busted the white meat yes. on SummerSlam. Yes, um, and it doesn't really make sense in the context of his career now. Uh, if he just immediately drops to the U.S. title scene like a year later, and if Orton loses here, um, do you think there's future value in him? Uh, at the top level again, James. Not as a babyface. Yeah. Like, there's still always the, the hill one Randy Orton. And you, you know, you, you do that. Like, he's always been a better hill than a babyface. But um, it just depends on what you want to do and, and what the direction is for SmackDown and, you know, how 
committed they are to SmackDown after this brand or after the uh, the switch up and the roster flip up they do. So yeah, like they can always turn them heel. Um, now Jinder Mahal was WWE champion for six months, way fucking too long, um, and now he's uh, settling into the United States Championship uh, role. What do you guys make of uh, what he's done uh, essentially before Fastlane to to stir the drink of this whole feud and um, him settling into that, possibly being the mid card champion now? Uh, has he done a good job? Should he just jump off a cliff still? Um, what do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, thing, man. Like, I've not been down with gender. We'll never be down with gender. Like, this is like if they want to do something with him, he should have been like elevated to the mid card first. Like, what's happening now is what should have happened over the summer. And then, if you want to try a WWE title run, go that way. Look, what, look. Well, yeah. Had he had all this shit in place last summer, right now, like, wouldn't it be in such a better position right yeah, now? It would make also a little bit more sense. But just check this out, right? They did the same thing, or a lot shorter, a lot, a lot shorter. They, in a way, they did the, sort of the same thing. Not, not on purpose, obviously, because who the fuck would do this on purpose? But like, we have a guy. And we want to make him the champion. We haven't done enough for this person yet, but we're going to do it anyway. Any <laughs> we're going to do it any fucking way. We made the champion. Um, we either we eventually change our minds, or we made the person. Cha- we eventually change our minds because it wasn't going to work out that that well, or it, or it wasn't working out that well. And then we decide to, in the meantime, in the between time. Send him towards the U.S. Championship. Now, granted, Roman Reigns is light years beyond Jinder. <laughs> light fucking years. But it was like they decided they wanted to do something, and instead of like saying like I'm, we're going to have the the, base, the patience and restraint to um, to actually take care of something, we wanted to just hot shot the shit. Yeah, and the shit, and the shit right. didn't succeed, so either they had to cancel uh, the, the coronation. Or they had to say, "Look, we're killing SmackDown's ratings. Um, we're killing enthusiasm uh, and morale. We need to move this shit off to AJ." And then after that, they move this person on to what they should have been going after to begin with to start the run towards it. That's what your actual goal is. Like, can you imagine in 1996 um, they just make Rock champion then? As oh my to, god! As opposed to making him. Become the, the Intercontinental Champion. Why is Rocky Maivia learn how it failed? Have him go to you know go away for surgery, whatever else it was. Come back in uh, Nation of Domination. Build himself up through there. Then you know get himself hot. Then like had a few Triple H over the Intercontinental title, and then when it's time, make him the man. Make him the man, and then like he comes out after Survivor Series '98. He's the he looks like a, the biggest fucking star in the world. Like. They gave it time where they could adapt and move along with according to how the crowd's like level of enthusiasm and patience for some, something one to see something it was. They just said, "Fuck it, we we think he's gonna be a star. Make him a star now." Yeah, and uh, it's so weird. Something I was talking to, to uh, Josh about. Um, uh, I was talking a few minutes ago. 
was um, just like Jinder's been wrestling for so long now. It's like it's so long. Like, yeah, how's he like fifteen years? Yeah, and like he's he wrestled in Canada. Like, <clears throat> do you know any Canadian wrestlers that are like bad? Like, <laughs> I can't think of a, I can't think of a single bad Canadian wrestler. Like, you, know, they, you, know, they, you know how like they, they say like the weird thing that sounds kind of racial to me is like you know I ain't met a Samoan yet that can't work right. Yeah, right. yeah. Like I ain't, I ain't met a Canadian yet that can't work. Oh, oh my god. god. Even look like TNA have like a bunch of like. Canadian dudes like back in like O two like O five. All those guys are great. Like, Look, I don't know if I don't know if Canadians are better at at uh, at, at hockey or wrestling. Yeah, Shit, exactly. Like, dude, like any Canadian wrestler I can think about. I'm like, you know, even guys like Johnny Levine and Johnny Swinger that were in TNA. I'm like, they were still having pretty decent matches. I'm like, Jinder's wrestled that whole Canada. Shopping. Yeah, I mean, wrestled that whole Canada territory and like. Doesn't have it like now. Like he's been wrestling for so long now. It's like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, he was the NXT. Why aren't you better? He was the NXT with Seth Rollins, and then when they were still right. FCW yeah. shit and whatever yeah. else. What was like, the company how much more help do you need? <laughs> like right, they're giving you the answers. Help. He was failing. He was in three MB with with, with uh, McIntyre. McIntyre gets fired or released or whatever. Goes to the Indies, gets better, comes back, and he's and he's where he's at. And the injury, unfortunately, happened. But like, you saw that match with Bobby Roode, and like, regardless of how you felt about it, that was a classic WWE professional main event title match um, for a for a big show. And he worked that style you well. I ain't seen Jinder have a match um, that well wrestled yet. Yeah. Not not a one. That being said, do we expect him to win the U.S. title, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to be surprised. And he's going to reset, too. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, like, you know what? Like, I really see what's going to happen. I feel what's going to happen is, like, they, they put the – because of what they did a year ago when Jinder and um, and Rusev were tagging or whatever else. Back mm-hmm. when I did my road to Rusev, when I was like, you know what? Oh, Rusev, apology for all the stuff for not being all in on him. Yeah. But, like, because he was out here – like in this tag match, fuck yeah, with yeah. gender, it's fucking terrible. And it was fucking worse somehow. Um, bumbling idiots. So they can play on that. Like yeah, you know, I you know in a year, like I've surpassed you or whatever else. And then like people can rally behind Rusev, even though like he's already been rallying behind. But like they can pretend like you know they, they, this they, is they, the official. Yeah, yeah, you know, like and they have him chase after that title. You know, he's successful or not, whatever else. But at least you gave that dude a storyline and something to do, as opposed to just like basically be a go out there and do utility duty for for you know ever since we beat yeah. you three years ago at WrestleMania. Yeah, um, uh, we kind of like glossed over it, but Braun Strowman's uh, match. Yeah. Uh, who any you? guesses on who, who would you like to see? Because I think there are three guys. And one guy is that one guy that no one's talking about because obviously why would you talk about him? But the other two, um, think you know it's Elias, Samoa Joe, Ellsworth, Neville, Neville. I mean, those are yeah people who people want. Ultimately, I think it's going to be Big Show. Oh my god! Oh yeah, they've been talking. They've been talking about Big Show. Oh my god! They signed that new deal. Last views of Braun Strowman, like. The match, like I admit, the matches with Braun Strowman were kind of fire. They were, they were, they but, were but James, they're going to wrestle they win, they're supposed to against each other. Look, if they win, James, th- how will they ever lose? Well, it is WWE, is like, and they have a track record of like making a tag team stars, and then they immediately break them up so they can feud each other, and they can launch one of them to start them. 
last night we saw an invisible man win a battle royal. So we did. We could, that could, shit was like they could find a way to beat. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> yes, yes. Um, oh my god! But yeah, that actually will uh, wrap it up for all the main roster matches at WrestleMania. Do you guys have any thoughts on the pre-show matches? Women's battle royal. So it's a shame that Sasha and Bailey are in it. They should have been having a one-on-one match on the main card. Really don't expect much from that. Hopefully, Sasha and Bailey get some time to shine. Andre Battle Royal, geeks, geeks, geeks uh, to the left, geeks to the right. Cedric and Ali, geeks everywhere in sight. Yes, yeah. Cedric and Ali. They their build for that match has been great. I mean, I wish it was a smaller pay per view so they can be on the main card, but. With the amount of stuff that's one up on deck for the main card, like they just not spot for them. But I think their match could be very. I hope they're the main event of the pre-show. Yeah. So the, the majority of the crowd can actually be in there, unlike last year for like Aries and Neville. Like I was still getting into the building like halfway through that match. So hopefully they get that main event in the pre-show and get some time to shine because they've been yeah. killing it. Uh, Cedric's had some great. Both of them have great matches for this whole uh, two hundred five tournament. And um, I think uh, it's time for Cedric to finally climb the mountain. Yeah, like he—I'm really excited for this match. Um, I think these guys need 20 minutes on the pre-show um, and let them go out there without any restriction. Just fucking run it. Let let's see these flips. Let's see something that would have been at uh, Evolve or whatever. Like. And then, then choose who you want because Mustafa Ali has been absolutely excellent in his own right. Um, he's doing something that I almost wish uh, more wrestlers would do. This man's like turning his iPhone into like you know a movie studio and shooting these promos that are very different, different <laughs> from, from everything that we're seeing. Like you know, just just guys do. Um, and he's using social media in a way that it's easy to get behind him. Cedric has a little bit longer to go, like as far as like you know the the character and the talking department and being interesting in general. Um, <laughs> but, but, so like seventy five percent of the job. Yeah. So like, but but luckily the only thing we have to worry about WrestleMania is the match. That's so, true. Um, we've got through all true. the other stuff. That's true. Um, yeah, but I either one you can't okay. go wrong in my opinion. Okay. So um, for me, I'm I'm really excited. Like whenever I think about it, I, I kind of get giddy thinking of like the idea of on main of main roster heel Sasha Banks. Yes, and I wanted it to be done, and I wanted it to be done like almost from the from the get go. Like I never, I, like I kind of wanted her to be like she's a heel and like people hate her, but like eventually like it gets over. She gets so over that eventually like she has the face wrong, but they decided like not to let her play to her strengths. Which I mean which is kinda you know Sasha been shooting with the wrong hand for all these years. Right. And then you know honestly you look back at it because of Charlotte, like somebody ultimately had to be the baby face. They couldn't run a Hill versus Hill feud out there and then they decided to run with with um with it was Sasha um as the baby face. But um I'm, I'm I'm really interested to see like how, given what they've done already, and you know some of the work that's been done, like this might be like Sasha might be so freaking good that like she might possibly be able to resurrect Bailey. 
Oh my god! So, so, so something else for Sasha Banks um, to basically hold in people's faces when Sasha comes out here and tells y'all she's the greatest women's wrestler ever, right? And then y'all get get fucking outraged. Uh, so when Sasha Banks rolls out this list like Jericho with the um, <laughs> with the uh, one thousand four holds, this is one more entry on that. You're saying, James, well, right? Yeah, it yeah. possibly could be, yeah. but it's like you know. We don't know who's going to turn right now, but I'm. I really, really hope that it's. I really, really hope that it's Sasha. I think the WrestleMania Women's Battle Battle Royal should be the the Sasha Banks versus Bailey show. Yeah, they yeah, should be like, the last two. Yep. It, it should be Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker. Yeah, it horrible, should it yeah. should be them essentially sneaking a match. Yep, right. onto now, the card. Yep. Now, as far as the men's uh, battle royal, don't give a fuck. Yes. Yeah. So um, you want to go through who, these list of names just so we can just sure, get these sure. jokes off? Yeah. So we got uh, Dash Wilder. Geek. I, yeah, geek. Scott Dawson. Geek. geek. Uh, Baron Corbin. Geek. Mojo Rowley. Geek. geek. Ty Dillinger. Geek. geek. When's the last time you've been on TV? Oh, this week. Last week. Ten minutes. Ten. Well, since then. Ain't seen him. Right. All right. Um, Woken Matt Hardy. The least popular geek. Yikes. Popular geek. Geek that's over. Zack Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> geek that's over. <laughs> Zack Ryder. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. Oh, oh, geek. Hella geek. Bro, Super geek. WrestleMania Uber is geek. now five Mega hours geek. long, and we still cannot find time for Dolph Ziggler to have a single nope. match. He looks like the dumbest man in WWE for giving up the United States title, which yes. essentially would have gotten him onto the WrestleMania card. Yep. Yeah. Now he ends up in the Andre the Giant Battle World. It's a major plot hole in the, um, you know, the quote-unquote story Maybe of it's WWE. not a plot hole. Maybe Ziggler's just a, self-des- a self-destructive idiot. I'm with you. I'm yeah, with you. That might be his character. Um, he burns too bright. Up he, next. He, 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 he thinks too highly of himself. Yeah. His storyline. Yes. Every time. Uh, Fandango. Geek. Oh, super geek. Super geek. Tyler Breeze. Geek. Jeez, he's a bigger geek than Ziggler. He's low budget geek. Yes. He's low budget Ziggler. Like, Ziggler won't leave, so, um, <laughs> you know, Breeze can become uh, a bigger geek. <laughs> so he's stuck in smaller geek status. Um, Gold Dust. Yikes. Hall of Fame Geek. Hall of Fame Geek. Of um, Fame Geek. Heath Slater. Geek. Geek. King of the Geeks. Geek of Kids. Yes, yes. Geek of Kids. Geek of Kids. Uh, Rhino. Yeah. Geek that's friend of Geek of Kids. Yeah. Man you know. Beast Geek. Yeah. Congressman Geek. Yeah. Correct. Extreme Geek. Zack Ryder. Oh, yeah. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. Geek. <laughs> Primo Cologne. Yikes. <laughs> you still here? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, hey, hey, I got a question. Yeah. Well, I remember how you used to make the joke about uh, Pritchard would do the, the Stu Hart thing about, like, why does he keep bringing Ammo back? Why yeah. does Vince keep bringing Ammo back? And he's like, you bring the dick bastard back. Uh, you the big rhino. Do you think Carlos Colon was like, you'll bring you'll, you'll, the same thing with his cousin? With his I, think it's a, I think it's a family thing, like yeah. where Vince and Carlos Colon have such a relationship. It's like, yeah, your boys have jobs for life with me. I think right. the same thing, yeah. too, like, because, boy, that's... Because, I mean, even, whole, like... whole lot of bad gimmicks. Yeah. Like, they might be, they might be, like... I mean, bad gimmick Hall of Famers. Yeah, they're bad gimmick Hall of Famers. Like, you know, like, put them in a Nargo class next to... <laughs> put them in a Nargo class next to Bruce, <laughs> the Beefcake. The like, Zodiac. Yes, yeah, Zodiac. Fucking, uh, uh, the Disciple. Disciple. Oh, my God. The shock, the shock man. That's what we need to do. The bad geek hall, uh, bad gimmick Hall of Fame. Oh, uh, your boy, uh, it was, what was it? I can't remember which fat boy it was, but it was, like, uh... What the, tugboat, yeah, tugboat. Oh, it was gosh. also uh, who, who was he also turned into the shockmaster. Shockmaster. Shock it was also another one he had. Uh, when he was in, 
Was he Hakeem? No, no. That, that's just, that's one man gang. Yeah, one man gang had a bunch of bad gimmicks too. It was one man gang and Hakeem. Um, Tugboat is uh, Tugboat, and he's also Fred Hotman was his name, and right. he Shockmaster. was also the Shockmaster. Um, so let's see, we have Kane on the list. Oh. Another Hall of Fame. I mean, there's another, there's another person with a, with a Hall of Bad gimmicks, and it was all by having the same the same uh, person. He never changed, but he kept having bad gimmicks. Pol- political geek. Yes, political geek. Yeah. Kurt Hawkins. Geek. Oh yeah. Will Super he can, can he He's break the streak? He's the Goldberg of geeks. Look, yeah. can he break the streak? What if he wins this shit and he breaks the streak? Oh my god. Uh, and then goes on a winning streak. No, not even win streak. Just he breaks it just cause. Yes. Goes back to losing. Yeah, right, right back to business. Um. So Sheldon Benjamin. Um, they ain't never did they, shit with him. They geeks. Yeah, they didn't, uh, couldn't even couldn't even un- sniff a title. Unfortunately, a geek. Um, Chad Gable. Another unfortunately, ta- another talented. Unfortunate geek. geek. Look, we're not saying these dudes aren't talented. Because some of them are hella talented. Um, but they geeks. Yeah, they geeks. Geeks assemble. And finally, the last one, Aiden English. Yikes. <sighs> Ooh, that yeah, Andre uh, Giant Battle Royal. A hype man geek. Yes. Um, ghetto, yeah. ghetto geek. He's yeah. he's a new he's WWE Slaver Flame right now. Oh my, oh my god. god. Um <laughs> so, oh, he's yeah. not a, he's not a he's not a I mean he's not a geek that brings out that brings out uh, the essentially Chuck D. Yeah. He's one of the illest. Like yeah. Russo, Russo one of the illest right illest. now. Yeah, I feel you. I feel yeah. you, man. Um so in the women's match, um we have Sasha Banks, obviously star. Um, Becky Lynch, star ish, then yeah, star ish, star ish. Like, fans still think she's a star. WWE, uh, WWE doesn't. doesn't. Right. Yep. Yeah, uh, Liv Morgan, geek. Yeah, um, Naomi. Naomi. They like Mid Carter, Mid Carter, Mid Carter, Mid Carter. If there's such thing for women's vision, yeah. she'd be Mid Carter. Uh, Natalia, Mid Carter, uh, Ruby Riot, Mid Carter, Sarah Logan, geek, geek, geek. geek. Uh, Bailey. Big Carter. Yeah. Lana. Geek. But she'll get the Rusev Day chance. Yeah. yeah, she will. Yay. They're chanting my wife. They're chanting my significant other's name. Yeah. They don't do that for dudes. <laughs> uh, Mandy Rose. Geek. geek. Fine. I know, yeah. Real fine geek. Um, <laughs> looks the part all-star. Yes. Yeah. Whole thing. Looks, looks the part Hall of Famer. Um, <laughs> 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 I can't believe we've ever said that on there. Yes. Uh, I don't think we've ever said that on there. <laughs> Even us. <laughs> uh, Sonya Deville. Geek. Mid Carter. Kind of. She's geek aspiring for the mid card. Yeah. Correct. Uh, Mickey James. Living legend. Mid card. Mid card. Yeah, Hall of Famer. Whole thing, Hall of Famer. But she's gonna wow! But she's gonna come out here and do all the do all the cheating and installing for uh, for Alexa. Uh, Alexa. Yeah. Carmella. Geek with a briefcase. Corporate geek. Yeah. Uh, and Dana Brooke. Oh, super geek. Might be the biggest geek at the whole Fle- Flexing geek. Yeah, flexing geek. Um, so, yeah, those the, are... The worst. Yeah. The worst. Th- those are all the announced ones. Of course, I believe there's going to be some NXT uh, folks that are yeah. in it yeah. as I well. Mean, look at the ones battle roll. Kyrie was in it. So was um, Ember. Um, I imagine maybe there's a chance that they put, you know, the possible... NXT Women's Champion Shayna Baszler in there as well. Yeah, I'd be, wouldn't be surprised to see um, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Yeah, um, there's just word that she might be that duo might come up soon. Yeah, be Mean Girls. Yeah, but that's pretty much going to wrap up our WrestleMania preview. Yeah, cool. 
Sorry. That's going to wrap up our WrestleMania preview. Big athlete. Thank you guys for listening. Um, make sure you um, leave us a rating and review and uh, on everywhere, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, and make sure you guys check out the Rick and Clive show. Also, they dropped their WrestleMania preview recently. Uh, we've been plugging you guys, uh, Rick and Clive, heavily. To I ran into a, a guy named Jordan from the UK. Uh, if he's listening, what's up, Jordan? Um, and I told him, you know, we got you, you guys make us sound so much cooler, uh, Rick and Clive. Like we have Scottish affiliates out yeah. there, so yeah. they know Hitman. Yeah, you know. Um, and Jeremy, uh, Mr. You know, we're Mr. International. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we've done pit, we've pit bulled this shit. Yes. We're international out here. Yes. And the Outsiders Edge is, will be returning with um, Rance and Carl. And Jeremy, let us know where we can um, find you and, and talk, talk your shit, bro. Yeah, so you can follow us on Twitter at KI Strong Style, the brand Social Suplex, at Social Suplex. I'm at Jeremy L. Donovan. Uh, Keeping a strong style drops every Tuesday. Uh, next week, young boy and I will be talking about Super Card of Honor and all the New Japan stars that we met and saw this WrestleMania weekend. We appreciate all the love you guys have been giving us. The show has been doing like above our expectations, and we just really appreciate everybody listening to our show and all the shows on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. So keep downloading, check out everybody's shows, and you know help us get over. Yeah, man. James, you got any uh, final thoughts before we uh, wrap this shit up and go get this uh, uh, brother barbecue? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. I got nothing else. Uh, excited for what's left of the weekend. Excited for WrestleMania. Um, please don't fuck it up. Yep. And it, it's my birthday on Monday, so maybe we'll be back with another show tomorrow. Um, yeah, and, and I, I plan on celebrating, uh, and I'll be documenting that whole process look out for the uh video footage to come soon from this trip uh we're sitting here and like our brother uh, caleb baldwin is just sitting at the oh, table yeah. with us shout, as well shout out to caleb baldwin he's doing some great work on socialsuplex.com with his uh, report of honor and impact report so if you're a ring of honor fans or impact wrestling fans check out caleb's work really great stuff he had a preview for supercard of honor that we're going to tonight Check it out. All it's on the main page, socialsuplex.com. For sure, man. And this is Rich. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if this is your first time listening, this is something you can listen to. Uh, we appreciate you checking in with us all the time. And enjoy WrestleMania. Uh, enjoy NXT. We did not preview that. Uh, but we will be dropping a full review for that as well, probably in conjunction with our New Orleans trip stuff. Um, and remember, we fuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Say bye, Caleb. Goodbye. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for listening to One Nation Radio. We'll see you next time.